Good evening and welcome to Slam the Gavel, the show that tells it all regarding felony court, other court issues, as well as CPS. I'm your host, Marianne Petrie, and today I have a brand new guest. His name is George Roach. He has a master's in clinical psychology with a focus on family systems, child development, and the various forms of abuse related to parental alienation. He brings a bachelor's in business administration to the presidency and CEO of American and Canadian Rights Watch, a human rights defense organization that provides various logistics, consultations, legal referrals, and mental health services to citizens. I welcome you to the show, George Roach, and I first saw you on the Andy Martin Show last week um, online. So how are you doing? I've never been busier. I'm doing well. I'm a little tired. Yeah, I'm working, working a lot. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on here behind the scenes and Canada's in rough shape. Of course, families are in rough shape. Kids are in rough shape. It's all it's all in rough shape right now. From right. I think every institution. And thanks a lot for having me on, by the way. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. We, um, we have a lot to learn from you um, with families being in rough shape on top of, I guess you you're in lockdown. Um, no. Not yet. Uh, no lockdown. I think is going to be coming though. Uh, mm. If you look at the history of their patterns, I think we're going to see some more activity in the fall. I mean, wars. They try to fight wars in cold weather. It's more daunting. It's more painful for the enemy, right? So, mm -hmm. I think we're going to see a lot more activity and a lot, a lot more of this pattern going on i mean right now we're in a suspension <laughs> uh -huh. they have suspended the mandates to get vaccinations to fly uh, because of you know political pressure coming from uh trudeau's opposition i don't really buy into that um but i can certainly say that canada is not heading in a good direction and there's a lot of people suffering i mean right now we are the poster boy for tyranny mm -hmm. um around the world and that is not helping you know institutions businesses delivery of services the supply chain gas pricing uh and people feeling you know safe and secure like they have a mastery over their own lives they don't <clears throat> right now a lot of struggles going on a lot of chaos which you know it's all by design this is uh, social engineering uh for dysfunction at its finest this is the gold standard of social engineering uh, to force compliance on a people with a poisonous bioweapon that is seemingly injuring people in droves and killing people all over the world. And there's no media on this. If you don't have a thread of connections or people or resources or a network of people you can speak to, about what's going on you don't get to hear about this in the voltage we typically would from mainstream media mm -hmm. who's all but on holiday on the matter because trudeau our prime minister well they he bought the media for 595 million dollars in 2018 so who are they going to be loyal to mm -hmm. well, that's too bad we got a huge problem no, because when England stood on its own feet, I thought Canada would do the same thing. Trudeau has resisted, I think, at every juncture, any possibility of his plan being permeated or exploded or what have you. I mean, this guy's entitled. 
you know? Mm -hmm. We have a Supreme Court judge calling the truckers' protest anarchy. So anarchy to this judge is bouncy castles, loving the streets, and dancing, and feeding the homeless. This is anarchy mm -hmm. to our prime minister. What, what hubris, what, uh, to the uh, judge, rather, uh, um, you know, Judge Wagner. The highest judge, Chief Judge Wagner, said this, okay? That bouncy castles, dancing, and music, feeding the homeless is deemed anarchy. It's a takeover. It's a coup. What hubris. Oh. What what foolishness that that they would make these he would make these arbitrary statements prematurely, um, and definitely in conflict with two C and the charter. Mm -hmm. Anyways, who knows what's going on over there? But when you see that going on, that's pretty scary because you've got the guy that is very influential over the judicial system saying that. So what's the impact of that for Canadians? Do they have to abide by that now? Is that the new standard? Like if we protest. You know, we have the right to peacefully, uh, peaceably assemble and protest uh, with nonviolence, no violence. There was no violence at the truckers' protest. If there was violence, it came from the police who were trampling, you know, older women with horses. Mm -hmm. This is despicable. I think the police chief in Toronto just apologized, acknowledging the violence that his people, their people, Trudeau's people, um, perpetrated on peaceful uh, protesters <laughs> and the tickets and all the waste of time paying law enforcement to hand out frivolous tickets with fake addresses or driving people out of Ottawa for, you know, maybe a couple of miles, pretending that they're under arrest. You're going to take them all to jail, um, arrest them and drive them out of Ottawa and just dump them off somewhere only to have them walk back. This is theater. It's, it's, a, it's drama. I mean, this is Trudeau's picture of the world right now. Of course, he's an actor. He's acting. Mm -hmm. Now, you got a lot of people in the parental alienation world emulating Trudeau's narcissism, right. sense of entitlement. COVID has given permission to further alienate families. That's what I have seen on a mm -hmm. grand, dramatic scale. Uh, when, you know, we have suicides that are up right now marriage uh, marriages breaking up all over the place because the moment he or she hears the other spouse wants to mask or otherwise jab a child um that's the line in the sand and mama, mama bears are are coming out in droves you know it's uh, right now even in our membership 70 percent of the of the people who have joined and fought back and paid to do so are women mm -hmm. so you know when the children are threatened the, the the mama bears are coming out i see a lot of instinct here going on mm -hmm. um however you know their own minds have served them notice uh that danger is near danger is near the pen and so we have a lot of heightened alert hypersensitivity uh you know people mm -hmm. the numbers Mm -hmm. of injuries, pericarditis, myocarditis, mm -hmm. are up, uh, hypercapnia, hypercarbia. People are getting sicker after doing these jabs because of the spike protein, which is right. causing scheduled, you know, the body to produce scheduled toxins. Uh, this is horrible stuff. This is horrible news. But this is going on. And despite mm -hmm. having the science and all this, we still have people rolling up their sleeves. It's got to stop. It's oh, got to stop. I've even noticed, I mean, 
for the lack of a better term, I've noticed as I go through the obituaries, there's a lot of people just dropping dead. Like for instance, a 31 year old died due to natural causes. Really? A 31 year old of natural causes. Mm -hmm. Can I see the autopsy report on that? I just interviewed a guy yesterday whose mom died in um, Kootenai Boundary Regional Hospital a little, just a short few months ago. Uh, she went in, um, has bronchi bronchial issues, and um, went in, you know, every year. It's involutional. She gets it. And she goes into the hospital, and then, you know, of course, they go through the protocols, and they tell you that you have severe COVID. And then they have to admit you with COVID. That's another payment. These are all paid. Every step is paid. The protocols are paid for step by step. PCR test. Severe COVID diagnosis, positive, admitting with COVID, intubation, ventilator, coroner. Mm -hmm. This is horrific. This is mass genocide. Uh-huh. And people aren't buying it. <laughs> if you watch that video on Canadian Rights Watch on the Facebook page, right around Christmas time, uh, one of our social media people posted... You know, it's beginning to look a lot like genocide everywhere you go. Remember? Yeah, I saw that. It, it went viral. We had half a million people in under two weeks mm -hmm. show up to that one. Yeah, it really struck a chord, that one it did. People realize mm -hmm. that these, this bioweapon that they're calling is a, is a vaccine. It's not a vaccine. Right. But it's killing people. So they only call it a vaccine to circumvent the liability that would be bestowed upon them were they to refer to it as anything else, evidently. So they hide behind that. That's how they get their liability, or, or sorry, their uh, protection from liability. So it's very interesting what's happening. And when you look at the mental illness that's on the rise, we're not seeing, you know, the love we saw in Ottawa and all the, the closeness and the, and the, the, the family-ness, if you like, Right, just a great big giant Canadian family mm -hmm. doing it up at Parliament Hill. Uh, we're not seeing that in these families that are, you know, completely exploding. Mm -hmm. And by exploding, I mean we have addictions on the rise because people are stuck at home. Well, what do they do? They left the beer store open, right? So get the guy pissed so he becomes violent. So you got to call the police, get him arrested, cause as much chaos as you freaking can, divide all the families as quickly as you can. Create an environment where people can screw it all up mm -hmm. and just keep them locked in, in, in place. This is what the lockdowns have done. So, so, so I, don't, I don't care about formal logic. Nobody cares. Okay, they've gotten rid of the mandates. That's great. Okay, that's, that's what I call former, formal logic. They've suspended them, and usually what is suspended is going to return. Mm -hmm. So here's where people now, they settle back again. They, they, they don't stay the course. You see, they go, oh, oh, oh. The mandates are going to go. This is this is this is it. We're we're going back to normal. They think mm -hmm. some of these people. It's unbelievable. Uh, pay attention. Pay close attention. If you haven't been paying attention, you're not going to know the history, and you won't know what's coming. But you know, again, monkeypox is another infectious disease uh, of international concern. And you know, here we go again. Right? This is what they're doing. And, and the who is not over with this vote either. 
Mm-hmm. It's been tabled. So, I, I, I mean, we're living in really weird times. I mean, they're, they're wanting to take everything over globally. So, um, yeah, it's not going to go well in the next few months if people don't really stand their ground. And um, mm-hmm. well, we'll be it, experiencing it, more of what we don't want. Right. And it seems like the world is being run by the higher elite. Seems as well. Is, you is. got Klaus Schwab in there. You got yeah. George Soros. You got Peter Daszak. You got uh, the Clinton Foundation. You got Prince Charles in there. I mean, you got all the monarchy. You got the richest people on the planet in there. They have enough money to retire everybody on the planet a few times. Mm-hmm. So. You know, and now, you know, Bill Gates is in there. His best investment is vaccinations. He wants to reduce world population by 10 or 15%, he said. Well, if you do those numbers, it's about 750 million people he wants to just get rid of, like on a test run. Mm-hmm. What hubris. So th- th- this is sick stuff. But, you know, what we thought was conspiracy um, is actually fact. And... Um, to be a conspiracy theorist by its very nature means to question the statements of known liars. If you look at the DEA back when in the Kennedy speech, well, that's where conspiracy theories were born. So this is fascinating stuff, but, but it's very important that people start connecting the dots if they haven't already. I mean, I've noticed there's a lot of people I talk to that are very knowledgeable. They're on it now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not many blanks to fill in. People are really starting to see this for what it is. And there's newcomers. We've got some momentum. But, hey, it's been over two years that we're giving our rights away. Mm-hmm. I said at Dundas Square numerous times in my speeches, you're either fighting to keep your rights or you're fighting to get them back. But one way or the other, you're fighting. Pick one. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do the work of feeling good or feeling uh, uh, bad. The amount of work's the same. You can do the work of being tied up and held for ransom. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, or do the work of keeping yourself free, the amount of work is the same. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, people have to make a choice that doesn't submit, that, that where they don't submit to this mm-hmm. and continue to give up and surrender uh, to this bullshit, this absolute crime, crimes against humanity. We've got to slow that down mm-hmm. for people. And really get them to understand they have no right to do any of this. I've got corporations behaving like Hitler's. Right. I got Metrolinks, the CEO of Metrolinks, the video, I should send it to you. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable where he's telling people no amount of technical asks. I'm like, what is that? Is that a business term, a clinical term? What do you mean technical asks? You mean people, I guess I take that to mean that people under his authority aren't allowed to question the narrative. They aren't allowed to check out under the rules of informed consent what is healthy or not healthy for them. The company is expecting them to take a bioweapon. The company has no real fundamental knowledge about that bioweapon or its impact on human beings, yet they're expecting their workers to get this thing. No jab, no job is the ultimate uh, uh, goal with these people. And this guy has no knowledge. He's not a medical practitioner. None of them are. Uh, David Hewitt, I believe, is the manager there, and Jason is one of the other people. These people are all cooperating in a narrative, and none of them have any medical experience or background. They're putting other people's lives at risk while behaving as if they're the ones that are at risk 
And the odd thing is, uh, you know, video, you know, they're not wearing any masks, but they want you to get the jab. I mean, it, it's all contradictory. None of it makes any sense. It's pretzel logic through and through. Uh, but this guy wants to stop people from asking or questioning the health of the move that the company is making. So mm -hmm. you can see the alienation there. Alienation isn't just within families. They're alienating our workers all over the countryside uh, in a bid to gain their compliance because they've been paid, they've been subsidized, they've received money to behave in accordance with the government's narrative. Why else would they do it? Why else would they just so simply and carelessly set everyone's rights aside just on, you know, I don't want to talk about it. That's enough sauce to say uh, we don't have to talk about it. I said it. That's the sauce you need, and that's it. So there's a lot of stonewalling going on. They're just deliberately stopping people from questioning under valid, valid terms, of mm -hmm. course, right? Cause, because if they were to engage these, these inquirers, they would soon be exposed by the knowledge of the inquirers because these people know that what they're being expected to do is dangerous. Yeah, this is, when this first came out, it's like, you know, um, we both had gotten COVID in December of 2020, you know, like Merry Christmas. And that was horrible, but we all lived. <clears throat> um, then, you know, I had recently got it April 30th. And that wasn't too bad. Wait a minute. You got COVID? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Twice. How do, you, how do you know? Oh, because, well, you know, uh, we have these COVID tests at home. Not that I trust those, but it was the same There's symptoms. no such test. There's no, no test for COVID whatsoever at all. Zero. None. Yeah. No antigen or PCR. Carrie Mullis made that very clear. Um, you are just picking up genetic material. Doesn't mean it's COVID. You, you can do this to an orange and it'll test positive. So mm -hmm. there's no test for COVID. Well, with this biochemical weapon of warfare, I felt the same way I did the first time, but not as bad. <clears throat> okay. I, I just... I. It's hard for me to accept that anyone believes that there's a test for COVID and they start speaking the language. The one thing we do teach people at both Canadian and American Rights Watch is you've got to get out of using their terms mm -hmm. because in so doing, you're still under the NLP of their narrative. And this is neuro-linguistic programming, I assure you of that. But to adopt any of their terms is to reinforce their narrative. And I believe that we need to stay away from that and call it what it actually is. Mm -hmm. This is a total scandal using fear campaigns and fear mongering and propaganda and the media arms and their sources worldwide to impose on an entire global race, a bioweapon that is actually intended to control us for the rest of our lives at every level, every area of our lives will be under the scrutiny and the watchful eyes of these evil, criminally minded oligarchs who clearly have no regard for humanity. They want to do away with the church too, don't forget. Mm -hmm. right? That's one of the things that's why you've seen uh, Pastor Archer Pulowski and, and Pastor Coates and the like, and now one of our independent uh, uh, MPs, Randy uh, Hillier, who is jailed, now put on conditions for exercising his 2C. I mean, this is Germany 1939. This is World War II in Canada. Mm -hmm. But I mean, if you listen to the guy that's heading all this, that the WD, WEF, listen to his accent. Have you noticed his accent, Klaus Schwab's accent? Mm -hmm. I mean, World War II for this guy, I don't think is over. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I agree. I think he's still living it. I mean, it, it, it's unbelievable. When you talk to uh, Vera Sharav, who's a, a Holocaust survivor, she I mean, she lived it too. She does a handsome job of connecting the dots again on our page that her video lives. And what she says about this is incredibly true. Our documentary that we just released as well under the direction of uh, Peter Sacco, which has won some awards, I understand. Uh, I'm one of the executive producers on that, with, along with Michelle, um, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny's executive director, my partner, Michelle Tavares. We provided some of the talent for this, some of the experts. Uh, Lockstep was released, uh, the documentary, and we talked about all of this stuff. I mean, so many incredible minds there. I urge everybody to watch that. That's very educational, and it gives everybody kind of like a a salad bowl view uh, Mm -hmm. of all the different areas of concern that these experts address in this uh, film, which I, I think is a very important contribution to getting people to realize what they're faced with and they can get it from one resource um, is an important collage of what's happening in the world in that one place. So I think, I hope everybody will check it out. Um, the, the other thing we have a problem with now is our children. There was just an article released. They no, I think it was blocked. I think DeSantis had something to do with getting blocked. I, I heard some murmurs about that. I haven't caught up on it. But uh, six month old babies can, can now, they say, get this jab. Mm-hmm. Wow, dare I say, I mean, I, maybe I'm going to get knocked out for this one, but I think that's attempted murder on babies. Oh, I agree. It was That article was like uh, between six months old and five years old to get this shot. Mm-hmm. I'm going, oh, no, this is going to be real bad. Uh. They're going after our, you know, greatest natural resource, our youth at universities and babies now because they don't want clones. In all wars, like if you look at the Middle East, for instance, who have tragically been embroiled in war since 1948, and if you look at what's going on there, you know, if you kill dad or mom, the son grows up and he he coming for you, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, and the cycle lives on. This is Mm multi-generational. This is a patterning that we have seen the continued pattern and cycle. It's now a program, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's no longer just a pattern. This is programmatically a part of their culture that this fight is going to live on forever. And I think that this COVID scandal, this virus, selecting different viruses, Omicron, like every time people start being unafraid, they build another virus for us to get afraid of. Um, you know, We're gonna see this pattern similarly. Mm-hmm. Um, globally, globally, if people just don't understand that we way outnumber them. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. you know, even with routine vaccinations, you know, why do we have all this autism? That's a great question. Um, that's a great question. Uh, same with SARS and all, mm-hmm. all of them, tetanus. If you watch my interview with Carrie, Dr. Carrie Madej, she talks about you know, if you got a rusty nail or whatever, you'd get all this inflammation and blah, blah. She goes on to describe a lot of it. You'd have to check it out. But the point being, of course, the tetanus shot is completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. That what they claim isn't true. So, um, but yet a lot of tetanus shots have been sold, right, to mm-hmm. the medical field. Um, this is all about selling these products for public and human consumption. Um, 
the biggest mistake I ever made, because I didn't know anything when my first daughter was born, it pains me deeply uh, to have given her uh, or allowed the hospital, I didn't know, these jabs with uh, aluminum in them. And <laughs> no baby can get the diseases that these vaccinations are intended to prevent against. Mm -hmm. They can't get them anyway. So why the hell do they need these jabs? Well, I didn't know anything about that. But my daughter, after getting it, I noticed, you know, her neurological cues, facial expressions, mm -hmm. were very responsive before that. Mm -hmm. And I was scratching my head going, what, 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 you know, what's going on here, right? Because you know how it is as a parent, you become accustomed when you're looking into your baby's face. And, I, and, I, and I've had a lot of moms tell me this, mm -hmm. too. They've noticed that, right? But hey, you can't know what you don't know. We grew up in a culture where it's, you know, you got to get vaccinated. You got to get, what's that thing called? Um, uh, I can't remember. Um, smallpox vaccine. Yeah, no, 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 no. There's another one that they, they do. Oh, I can't or, think of I it. I don't remember. Dang Anyways, it. it left a little scar or something. Yes. Do you remember? I don't remember what it's called. I'm sorry. Well, it's probably not a bad thing. Anyways, I just think that these vaccines at a great level need to be questioned, all of these actual vaccines. But this one that we're dealing with today is not a vaccine. We can't call it a vaccine. It's an mRNA messenger. It's a gene therapy. It alters DNA. It produces scheduled toxins. This is already proven. This is no longer, oh, yeah, whatever. They're just trying to, you know, make themselves sound smart. No, this is, this is real science. And, you know, our government has not done anything using real science. If it was real science, they wouldn't need tyranny and deception and manipulation and coercion, as we are experiencing on grand levels in every area. And this is a government partnering with corporate Canada and corporate businesses. And all governments are doing it because of the infiltration of uh, the a boasting Klaus Schwab, of course. Uh, they're, they're all in compliance. They're all in lockstep with this with this stuff you see so they're, they they know where to get us they get us at work right and they and they get the cooperation of corporate canada to go along with this narrative to make sure that they gain compliance that to leverage compliance through this initiative is their precise goal and to get us to give in and go along with it without the right without the uh use of informed consent right which is horrible and well, the thing so oh go ahead yeah, well, the employers are violating OSHA, right? Section 50, Section 63. They, they don't read it, okay? You're not allowed to punish people for upholding their rights in the job market. Uh, and if you attempt to do that, then you're facing fines. So a lot of these employers don't even understand what they're doing to their own staff. Mm -hmm. This is despicable, that they would just do it without question. Obey without question. Blind obedience. Obedience without content. This mm -hmm. stuff's as old as dirt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is not new. This is we're just following orders. Well, well, ask yourself what happened to the SS when they pleaded innocent on the basis of obedience to authority during Nuremberg. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, they were still guilty. <clears throat> I lose my voice. <clears throat> yeah, no problem. But it, they're all getting away with murder. Oh. Well, you know, the Germans had to be removed from power before Nuremberg one took flight. So this is why I'm saying this is not over. If the, as long as these guys are in power, it's going on. Mm -hmm. It'll continue. So 
I don't, know I don't if think you... there's any more time for diplomacy. I think it's, it's, it's time that people get a little upset about this now, if not a lot upset, because mm -hmm. what they have put at stake is right in front of us, all of us. Right. There's no question that everyone's futures are, are at risk. There's no question. Mm -hmm. We're already seeing the damage done. The needle and the damage done. Right. As uh, uh, Neil Young said, who's no longer rocking in a free world, I might add. Mm -hmm. with his remarks mm -hmm. um so yeah the, the we're living in we're living in tough times hmm. well you know that movie i don't know if you saw the movie the stand that was i think was that in the 80s that they made that movie stephen king's book the stand i don't remember it oh yeah well it's like kind of mimics what's going on and they had you know like apparently everyone had gotten some weird flu and dropped dead there are only a handful of people living, say, in the United States. And, you know, luckily someone knew how to run the electrical plant. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if, if all these people drop dead, who's going to run these things that need to be run? I mean, I that movie was in interesting. Or or Orwellian, you know, or, you know, dystopian time, Orwellian times, uh, this kind of dictatorship you know how could hitler happen alice miller wrote in her book hidden cruelties and child rearing and the roots of violence what a book mm -hmm. um you know thou shall not be aware these are incredible books but she talks about this stuff how could hitler happen i say how could mussolini and trudeau happen i mean this is ridiculous that this is going on in modern times but the country's never been through this kind of a war before it's silent we're not hearing the normal sounds of gun blasts and bombs going off uh, like in Ukraine we're seeing a different very silent kind of war because it's not very loud putting these needles in people's arms mm -hmm. but that's the bullet that they're using to depopulate to get rid of people mm -hmm. there's no question that this is genocidal I mean people are just falling down dead look at that that wife that just lost her husband he just died right there in front of her. She thought he had fainted because of drawing on her previous experience with him. She thought that, you know, he'll come, come to again, but he didn't. And she didn't call the ambulance in time. However, he's gone. Um, this, is, this is not, again, this is not new. Mm -hmm. This is happening on soccer fields and in planes, and, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know. We, we've had it. We've got the reports, so I know it's not people dramatizing anything this is really happening and we're not asking for the sleepy people to believe it in order for it to be true it's true whether you do or you don't believe it mm -hmm. but uh it's very very saddening and very tragic and that's why we have a wellness team at the canadian rights watch because the one major thing that we believe is important we must guard against is people becoming emotionally ill from the stress and 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 the, and the mental illness because fear alters brain chemistry and mm -hmm. it makes people believe and do things that they otherwise wouldn't believe and do if they weren't afraid so much so anxiety is very dangerous but we got to understand that fear has an object fear is like i see the car coming i get out of the way anxiety is there's cars coming from all directions and i feel immobilized i don't know which way to go you see right now that that, that that's a dangerous state of mind to be in because the consciousness is very narrowed uh there's cognitive closure so the person doesn't see their range of choices Things are very narrowed, 
and and it's tough because um, you know you, it's hard to get that person thinking. You know the heart rates are up. People in that state are not they're not working in their own best interest, nor can they. So mm -hmm. they need help. And we have a lot of anxiety in the in the country right now, with a lot of uncertainty. Um, there's a lot of push pull going on. Some people are getting their jobs back. Other people are getting fired. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of activity in the legal side, which is what Canadian Rights Watch is focusing on right now. We're really paying attention to what the U.S. is doing mm -hmm. on, the, on the legal side because that impacts us tremendously um, in every way. But anyways, family system, uh, sorry, family law is doing very well right now with all these breakups. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of constitutional debates going on. There's employment law, personal injury law, malpractice stuff going on. This is historical. We've never seen so many problems and so much chaos in a country all at one time. That is deliberate. That's overkill. Like, did they really need to do all of that to us to get our attention? I don't know. Maybe they think so. But it's, mm -hmm. quite, it's quite dramatic to hit a country with all of those issues at one time and keep them and their resources. <clears throat> excuse me. There, there's not enough resources available to deal with all of that, whether it's legal, whether it's psychological or, you know, therapeutic or what have you. A lot of people being delayed on their surgeries and clinic appointments because there's a lot of staff shortages. You know, this is just insane. <laughs> I have never seen anything like this in my life. Yeah, I haven't either. I, I really can't believe this. And I, you know, the first two things I thought of was the book, The Stand by Stephen King. And, you know, going back to World War II when they were shoving people into boxcars. And I was thinking, gee, they're putting hundreds of people into boxcars and you've got several SS gunmen. So why didn't everyone band together and overtake the gunmen? I just, I just always wondered that. Well, I guess when you, you don't know what it feels like to get a, a bullet pumped into you, it, it, you can hold a lot of people at bay with a gun. But at some point, the overwhelm, if people were to attempt to overwhelm them, someone's getting shot, that's for sure. So who's going to be... Who is going to be the fall guy on that um, approach? I don't know. That's a tough one. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, they're outnumbered by far. Mm -hmm. Trudeau's now banned pistols or guns and assault rifles and Freeland's in there because she grew up on a farm, so she's an authority on guns all of a sudden. Uh, it's just ridiculous mm -hmm. what these people are doing and saying. If you look at their histories and the connection that Freeland's dad had to Hitler back in the day, it's clear that she has been reared in the soil of this kind of toxicity and belief belief system. And wow, no accident to have Trudeau and Freeland together, or Biden and Kamala Harris, in my, mm -hmm. in my opinion. I think those that's not an accident. That's a planned strategy. Mm -hmm. We're aligned. So, but what I'm seeing now is a significant amount of abuse. I mean, in the, the organizing principle in, in alienating families is abuse, mm -hmm. neglect, abandonment. This is a multi-generational pattern, a re-experiencing, a hand-me-down of the same kinds of behaviors. And 
that's on an incremental scale that that's more on a on a on a micro the macro is society is one great big giant dysfunctional family but when you segment them into the individual families you see everybody to some degree repeating the same toxic poisonous pedagogical rule book that's what you're seeing and everybody lives by the same set of rules so how can they not be it's just the more dysfunctional the more entrenched the use of these rules are and the less dysfunctional will gauge it back so you can scale it up or scale it down but the use of the rules and the voltage of these rules is nonetheless very prevalent today. Mm -hmm. These are old rules. They are 200 years out of date, but we have gone back to their use, mm -hmm. such as control, perfectionism, no listen, no talk, no feel, deny the five freedoms, the incompletion rule, keep the same fights going for years without any real resolution. Every member stay upset and confused all the time. No one gets their needs met in a functional manner. And then the unreliability rules, don't trust anyone. Be aloof or use walls. Act unneedy. These are all control mechanisms that, and these are rules that parents parent themselves with. They operate in their psyches and these are the rules that are perpetuated in families. We are seeing those rules today now more than ever mm -hmm. in history. That's what we're seeing. And, one, and the control rule is very much seen under distancing um, because control is about controlling the interactions between people. See, they don't want us to get together and figure anything out. So control, spontaneity does break down, you know, uh, the the unpredictability of the use of these rules too, because, you know, and blame, blame is habitually used to regain the illusion of control. So people who blame, you know, spell the first three letters of illusion, that's what blaming does to you because you're putting responsibility in somebody else's lap when it squarely belongs in your own. Mm -hmm. And so these are very, very dysfunctional rules that people are using. And I find that their use is further toxifying uh, these relationships because they cause division. Well, the greatest effort right now for them is to divide us. So right. these rules, it makes sense to use these rules because they accomplish the goal. And they've always used these rules, at least, you know, in these court systems for years and people just go along with this. I mean, I can't believe yeah. even even what we have a lot of wokeness in our judiciary right now. I mean, it's you know, there's the odd judge in there that really sees it for what it is. But we have a lot of wokeness for sure. Mm -hmm. We need to wake people up. This wokeness is well, it's very much aligned with the thinking we have already described and the behaviors thereof. Um, it, it's unimaginable that the people every citizen would have relied upon and trusted to uphold their rights to affirm them, to restore them where they have been denied. Um, uh, it, it's, it's unimaginable that these people, like I say, who are supposed to be trusted by our citizenry are behaving this way. No less the Chief Justice, as I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. Chief Justice Wagner. I mean, it's un unbelievable the things that he said. I mean, I, I didn't send you a link on this, but anyways. Anybody can read it. If, they, if you Google it, you'll hear what he said about the trucker's ball up in Ottawa, which is, 
it's caught the attention of a number of lawyers, uh, a couple of uh, whom we work with, and they sent uh, a complaint to call out the judge on these issues, respectfully, of course. So we're living in really strange times, like I say, and, you know, I think it's important that people really start to learn how to really navigate their relationships because that information is needed now more than ever in our histories. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of people in disrepair. Mm -hmm. Well, I did a podcast with Dr. Sam Sugar, and he said there's just so much dysfunctional families in America. Probably Which doctor is that, sorry? Dr. Sam Sugar. Mm -hmm. I've had him on several times. Great. And it's a yeah, well, he's right. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's 100% right. It's, you know, dysfunctioning right now is what people think is the norm. They're behaving that way. It's, it's like an undifferentiated ego mass, okay? Uh, uh, but what that means is <clears throat> you have all these different people, <clears throat> excuse me, but they all believe the same thing and behave the same way. That's an undifferentiated ego mass, like this wall of people all doing the same thing. They're all from different families, but remember what I said a moment ago, we're all raised on the same set of rules. What Alice Miller refers to as the poisonous pedagogy. Mm -hmm. it, you can find that in the um, Bradshaw on the Family book, excellent book, and you can also find it in Hidden Cruelties and Child Rearing and the Roots of Violence by Alice Miller, which is a f sensational book. That I challenge any person to read that, the work of, of Alice Miller and not be powerfully altered or changed or awoken to something that you have never heard before because it defines and describes the times we're living in right now and its roots. Its roots. People got to ask why. You know, it's like we weren't born 100 years ago. Remember, this crap is revisited on the world every 100 years. This has happened. Mm -hmm. This is clockwork. This is not a new propensity. They've been planning this forever. Mm -hmm. This has been going on. Now they just have a lot more technology to do it with, right? So, you know, AI and biometrics and face recognition, automation. This is all part of the schema. Remember the Hollerith card back in, in the war, in World War II. You know, Vera talked about this, and, and this was produced by IBM, and this was the way they were going to track and keep, you know, citizens under check. Uh, now we have the V-Pass. See? It's the mm -hmm. same thing. Just that more technology applies to it. They can do things more digitally. Back then it was more manually. So interesting how this thing is perpetuated. And if anybody has been paying attention, Klaus Schwab's accent is German. Oh, yeah. I totally picked that up. So huh. yeah. there's some pretty, pretty big dots there to get connected, I think. Right. Yeah, and it's, I, I feel bad that, you know... Um, well, one of my friends had said, well, you know, if you get the shot, you might as well apply for SSD because you're not going to be able to maybe work in the future. You know? Yeah. Well, I, I, I agree. I mean, it's the shot isn't designed to keep you employed. Mm -mm. That's why they want us to get it so bad. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's just not that. Yeah, it's too bad. I don't know. It's, um, I, I don't know, you know, what to think. Um, 
I think uh, the judges in the you know uh, courthouses had to get it because that was uh, you know federal or governmental. It, you know, there's a way to get. Well, yeah, it's like it's like a doctor that forces you to get a job can't suddenly now say, oh well, that's poison. You got to stop doing that. Uh-huh. You can't just jump ship. If you're forcing the judges, the judges get it now. Well, they got to impose it on you. Mm-hmm. We got it. Well, we got it. So I got it. You go get it. Mm-hmm. Don't come here looking for remedy. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's not the argument, though, in the in the courtroom. Um, th- th- this has to be experts and le- legal people collaborating. Lawyers need expert information right now, which is what, you know, that's what my team does. We're knowledgeable of the issues. We have a great collaboration. We're able to show lawyers where necessary. Here's what's happening here. Because lawyers' jobs are to defend their clients and mm-hmm. organize these cases. To have information sources right now for lawyers is, is absolutely the gold standard of, of practicing law, in my opinion. They've got to keep them courtroom doors open so science can walk in, the experts can walk in and present that science and show the difference between the pseudoscience that we have been you know, fed for the past two years, uh, which all began with that magical statement of let's flat, you gotta flatten the curve. Mm-hmm. Well, they flattened economies, they're flattening families, they're flattening jobs, they're flattening mental health. What they're growing is mental illness, mm-hmm. suicide, division, dysfunction, abuse, addiction, if I didn't already say that, uh, all of it is, is increasing. There's nothing that's coming down. Anything that's hurtful to the human being is on, is on the increase. Mm-hmm. So that can't be an accident. That, that to me is deliberate. This is not accidentally on purpose. Whoops, we got it right. This is a deliberate attack. This is totally a time of war and war is not pleasant. This is just a very, very different kind of war and people need to adapt to that understanding. Mm-hmm. Like if you need to go to YouTube and watch a couple of battles, real footage of World War II, then go and do it. If that's what needs to get your blood pumping through this. Mm-hmm. But get some historical knowledge because you're living it out now. Nobody was around then. How would they know? They can't know what they don't know. And if they're scared to learn it, they're going to remain in a diluted state of mind, which will, which will then turn them into fish in a barrel mm-hmm. when fall comes. Mm-hmm. That's very problematic for me based on right. what our team has seen, based on what we know, the reports we have, the cases we've been involved with, the phone calls we've made, especially to hospitals and helping people to get in to see their family members, you know, powers of attorney. It's all division. It's all alienation at every mm-hmm. level, from the micro to the macrocosms, society, has been divided and alienated from all of its people. We have people that are just, you know, they want us to hate each other. They want us to fight. They want us in chaos as much as possible because those kinds of distractions keep us preoccupied and unaware of what's coming on the heels of our ignorance, mm-hmm. which is the New World Order. And we stand against that. They can go, you can go to that page on Facebook as New World Order. We were the first page on Facebook talking about the New World Order back mm-hmm. in June of 2020, I believe. And yeah, I, I remember asking. Yeah, I remember asking my one, my one friend. This was like years ago, probably around 2016. I I asked him. I said, "Well, you know, what do you think of this new world order thing?" And he said, "Oh, that that's a conspiracy theory." 
Now it's coming yeah. to fruition. Well, the difference between a conspiracy theory and reality in Canada is six months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People don't, like they think it's conspiracy today, but six months from now, they'll be like living it. So, I mean, everything that they said was a conspiracy theory has actually happened. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, they're not taking away your rights. Really? Oh, well, what rights do you have today? You don't have any until you claim them now. Right. In 2017, you didn't have to worry about that. Plan had not been implemented. They call it Agenda 2030 for a reason. Event 201 did take place. It's not a joke. It's happening. Mm -hmm. Davos is real. Klaus Schwab is real. Uh, George Soros is real. Trudeau is definitely in there. I mean, listen to what they have said of their own accord. They're no, no longer hiding it. They're telling us with their own mouths, here's what's going to be happening. And Klaus Schwab has admitted to infiltrating cabinets and governments. He's admitted this. Well, clearly that's going on. We're seeing the evidence of what he has said. So it's not like we're making mm -hmm. it up. This is not us talking. This is them. Mm -hmm. They've told us what they're going to do and they've done it. And now people are, are hurting tremendously from it and they're dying because of it. Mm -hmm. So don't tell us that you're doing this for the greater good because you love and care about us. <laughs> right. We're doing, you know, this is the best. This is health and safety. You know, it's safe and effective. Next time you hear that, run. It's not safe and effective. Mm -hmm. This is unsafe and defective, mm -hmm. if anything. Yeah. Anyway. I was going to ask you, when did you start Canadian Rights Watch? Uh, wow. <clears throat> it's been about a year and eight months now. Mm -hmm. um, I was the executive director of the line Canada. We started and we incorporated uh, the line International Civil Liberties. We did all the protesting at Dundas Square for 49 weeks and then drive the line on Sundays, etc. That was the wake-up call, you know. Mm -hmm. And then I departed from the line May of 21, May 2021, and I had already built most of Canadian Rights Watch at that point with a couple of other uh, professionals that I collaborate with. And now we're a full-blown organization with 32 people collaborating some most with me on on some parts and then we have these the wellness team the amalgamated citizens union wrongful dismissal personal injury and we're working on all of those mm -hmm. simultaneously throughout the day in different capacities our media the facts and the fiction show that kind of helps us to bring together all the elements of what we're doing under the show's banner we have a great producer from uh gold shore pictures helping us to we're re currently rebranding the web <coughs> excuse me um and we just uh uh finished rebranding our our podcast site so so we're, we've grown we've grown quite a bit in the past 18 months it's been what wow what a journey what an incredible amount of work american rights watch same thing we're doing that with 10 times more people in the states of course um doesn't matter what language it seems anymore. Everyone's in trouble. Mm -hmm. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. We're living in scary times. Um, I can't believe this is happening. Believe it. I, I know, know it's right? It's hard. You know, it's hard. 
Well, I, I don't want to keep you all afternoon. Um, if people want to reach you, <clears throat> how can they reach you? Um, you can get us uh, www.canadianrightswatch.com, Canadian Rights Watch on Facebook and Instagram, Telegram, official Canadian Rights Watch channel, um, and Rumble, Canadian Rights Watch on Rumble. You'll see all of our podcast content there as well. So Facebook, Instagram, Telegram, Rumble, Twitter. CRW underscore rights media Twitter. Okay. And American Rights Watch is www.americanrightswatch.com and we're getting ready to launch that in the States right shortly. So oh, nice. And I, and I just, I want to, you know, and I thank, I um, mean, you should see how much support we have. We've got a lot of great people in the Amalgamated Citizens Union. If you guys want to fight back and help us with class actions, and hold some of these people accountable, public health officials, and malpractice suits. This is what we're bringing forward for the citizenry. And if you guys want to join to fight back with us, it's not very expensive. You'd be two-year members. We do have general membership as well. Mm -hmm. um, there's relocation services that we offer and other healing. And the wellness team, if you need any assistance whatsoever with, you know, family therapy or addiction or trauma or abuse, you can always reach us at wellness at CanadianRightsWatch.com. Cynthia over there will help you and get you to the right assistance and psychological uh, attention if you find that you need that kind of intervention. We have that available at Canadian Rights Watch for members. That's excellent. Free. It's free. That's excellent. Yeah. Well, I thank you for coming on the show. And I know we, we talked about doing a series, so we shall. <laughs> um, Write it up. Let me know what you want to talk about. And yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Sure, any opportunity we have to get information into the hands of these people, citizens, they need it. And every avenue that we can possibly create to achieve that end. You know, the one thing I've said, and, and a lot of our experts have chimed in on, not only do we have the mental health area covered with the wellness team which is a hugely important distinction for people we also have the knowledge side people need knowledge right now if they just most of the calls we get are they don't know how to defend their rights or they're not sure what they are which ones to lean on or how to handle the legal letter they got from their employer there's just a lot of things people don't know how to do because they've just simply never been through this before where would they in all fairness have gotten the knowledge from Mm -hmm. This is all new warfare, psychological warfare, because it's driving them completely crazy. It's very mm -hmm. stressful for people to have to do that. When you've got two or three kids or you're a single mom or you're working two jobs and blah, 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 and you're expected to do all this stuff, it's very daunting. Mm -hmm. So people do need a lot of support right now. And, you know, some of the people are feeling pretty comfortable now. They got called back to work, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, they're back to work now, so they think it's over. And so they're not doing as much. But I, I think we got to be very mindful of where we're going right now. I mm -hmm. really do. we got to pay attention. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I hope people do. But well, I'm, I'm very thankful for all the support, and thanks for having me today. Oh, yeah. You'll be back on. And uh, I say to everyone, uh, don't jump off. Salam the Galvis is a podcast to help the public understand what really goes on in these family courtrooms. I'm your host, Marianne Petrie, author of Dismantling Family Court Corruption, Why Taking the Kids Was Not Enough, and Cry Out for Justice, Poems of Truth. Please join us again here with George Roach, and uh, we'll be having him back on and other exciting guests. Thank you again, George.
Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. You too.